If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. I was speaking with the staff to see if I can put a few families into Gracie Mansion. You know, uh, I'm a big believer and leading from the front, you know, and if if it doesn't go against legal protocols, uh, because there are protocols that are in place uh, that, you know, I can't use the building any way I, I, I want, uh, but I don't have a problem if um, I could put a migrant family in Gracie Mansion, uh, because I want to lead from the front. Um, that's the type of leader I am. Sid and Friends in the Morning Show, wishing a very happy 65th birthday to the late, great Prince. Would have been 65 today. Now, you know, of course, we put this time aside. Now, every weekday morning, he's that good. He's great. He's on this station weekdays, noon to 1. Of course, uh, all weekend long, he does not wear a raspberry beret. He wears a red beret. But uh, nevertheless, he did choose that mm, song. Mm, mm. And he's been amazing for this show. And let me tell you is also a winner, one of the eight different wins that WABC can celebrate today. The New York State Broadcasting Association announced yesterday all their winners for this year. We've got eight winners. This show did win Best Morning Show in New York. But Curtis Sliwa, who's great on social media, he is number one by far. He did a great bit when they closed the legendary's Lenny's Pizza in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, that got more hits than anything else. So Curtis is an award winner as well. But I did play that Eric Adams cut because we've been talking for days about where the migrants are going. You've been really dead on for weeks, you and your beautiful wife, Nancy, where they may end up. And people keep saying the same thing. Hey, Mayor, Mr. Mr., you know, I care about everybody. Put him in your house. And now, yesterday, you heard that quote. He is open to putting migrants in Gracie Mansion. So do you have a different 
feel now towards the mayor. Uh, so what is Lurch? Answer the door. You <laughs> rang of the Adams family, right? Is, is there an un- Uncle Fester going to be there? There are two D's in that Adams family, <laughs> as opposed to Eric Adams, A-D-A-M-S. But, yes, I can see the uh, the analogy. Yes. First off, first off, don't believe the hype. He's already prefaced. Yeah, well, you know, if, if there are any legal restrictions. He's never in Gracie Mansion at night. Political co-busted him. He goes over to the Petrosian brothers who have a condo right there at U.N. Plaza across from the United Nations in the 90-floor Trump World Tower, and he admitted that. Yeah, they said, why don't you go to Gracie Mansion? Yeah, well, you know, I'm coming from the Club Zero Bond. I'm, you know, sampling the nightlife. I stop off at the Petrosian brothers. I ask you, these are convicted felons. What the hell is he doing in their pad? Can you, can you find that out since no, you're a very dear friend of his? I, I, I don't know these people. I, I don't know who they are. There's plenty of room because he's never in Gracie Mansion. And then secondarily, what I prefer to say is now that he has suggested that for $65, a illegal alien, you could house them in your house. What about 936 Lafayette Avenue? The four-story brownstone that he owns in Bed-Stuy that he claimed, remember, he originally lived in the basement. We're there every week because we release Batman and Robin off feral cats to deal with the rat problem that his, this building is responsible for. And we know that the basement apartment there has been empty for six months. I've actually gone through the mail, stuffed in the mailbox. It goes back six months. Nobody's there. Does it say his name on it? Yeah, does it say it, Eric Adams? No, it's like all kinds of junk mail. Junk comes mail. In. Okay, yeah. Then the top floor is empty. So there's four floors. Uh, second floor, third floor are his extended relatives. Nobody on the top floor. Nobody in the basement. Hey, Eric Adams, you want to lead and then we can follow? Put in illegal aliens <laughs> in that rat trap of a house that you have there at 936 Lafayette Avenue. You know what uh, struck me was I heard somebody say, maybe Noam last week, that they're quote-unquote vetting, vetting locations, which you did, yeah. uh, to your credit, but they never vetted these people. I think most of us would rather vet the people than locations. But I would imagine that if Eric Adams does something like this, it'll be for show, obviously. But he'll make sure whatever family he brings in, it'll be a doctor, it'll be a lawyer. Remember when Trump said, if you want to bring people in, we need merit immigration. It was a genius, yes. genius Response from Donald but, Trump. Merit immigration. It, it, Eric Adams ain't bringing in somebody who works on your lawn to live in Gracie not. Mansion. Let, let me set the record straight on this. Uh, this man is out of control. I received three calls from Hispanic ministers who supported him wholeheartedly against me. But I've known them for years because that's why I started the Bronx. Uh, I started the Guardian Angels in the Bronx. And they said Eric Adams is on a messianic mission. He thinks he's the black Moses that he's going to welcome all these people in, and that eventually, because everyone who becomes mayor, they all think they're going to be president, that they will be so happy with Eric Adams that when you walk into their households in the future, because they ain't going nowhere, they're going to drop an anchor baby. You know that. And the moment they drop an anchor baby here, it's over. They're here forever. You're going to walk into their house. They're going to have on the wall, they're going to have a picture of Jesus Christ, the Lady of Guadalupe, and Eric Adams. Ah, and they're going to ah. tell their children and grandchildren, this man, this, Mo- Mo- uh, this Moreno was the one responsible for bringing us into the country. That's why we hit. And they will vote Democrat to the day so wait a they second. die. You're t- Telling me that my friend Eric Adams, yes. who was a friend of mine, yes. that uh, his motivation here 
is not because he's got a big heart. You're no. telling me it's because he's got his designs on the presidency. Absolutely. He wants to get votes. Yep. And he doesn't mind screwing everyday New Yorkers in an effort to do that. Is that what you're saying, He's Curtis? already halfway out the door. You know, all these mayors, they're always thinking the moment they elected mayor, right? I, let me warn all of them, no matter who you are. Lindsay crashed and burned. Rudy, my kumbadi cheats, crashed and burned. And, by the way, and Rudy, and and Rudy was the best mayor ever. He was number one in the polls. Right. I mean, if anybody could have won that, it could have been Rudy. He wasn't even close. So you're right. These mayors don't uh, turn out to be very competitive. And they never run for any other elective office. They're dead on arrival. It's R.I.P. Yeah. Although you got to admit Bill de Blasio put up a pretty good fight oh, last yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. He couldn't <laughs> even run for Congress. People were saying, get the hell out. So, But this is in Eric Adams' mind. That I am the new face of the Democratic Party. He realizes he can get the black vote. That's not good enough. The rising vote is the Latino vote. So you get blacks and Latinos, you might have a winning formula. He's also got the Jews. I know we're not big in numbers, but uh, even that night when I was at Gracie Mansion for the first time ever with the beautiful Danielle last week, it was Jewish Heritage Night during Jewish Heritage Month, and some of the more powerful Jews, including a guy that you're endorsing, and so am I. Let me, let me tell you something. Ari Kagan on stage let me t- saying wonderful things about the mayor, Eric Adams. Let me tell you something. You Jews would vote for a Democrat if they had a Nazi swastika on their, on their I, I arm know. band. Listen, I, my my brother-in-law, Harry, his both of his parents, Joe and Henry Wagowski, yes. were Holocaust survivors. They actually were taken off a line in Poland, and believe it or not, years and years later, by accident at a party in the Bronx for Holocaust survivors, they met each other again. What a wonderful uh, story. Great people. Of- and, and my brother-in-law, Harry, and my sister, Alana, they vote Democrat. Every time. Speaking of a party in the Bronx, slowly I turn, step by step. Uh Check Eric Adams' social networking. Who is he arm in arm with, almost lip locking, but Fernando Mateo. No. Yes, check it out. They were almost swapping spit. These Hispanic ministers are sitting there with Eric Adams, with Fernando Mateo. And Eric Adams is telling them, I'm telling you, it is uh, God. Remember, he said, God put me in this position. More than once. God had me become mayor now because I'm going to be the black Moses and I'm going to lead all the Hispanics across the Hudson River. It's going to part there. You know, Shamu, El Jefe, Chris Christie, (laughs) uh, Orca, the killer whale is going (laughs) to let us through and we're going to march to Washington and I'm going to be the black president of the United States, the black Moses, he truly believes this. Now, let me do a pivot and shift. He always likes pivot and shift. Please. Oh, my God, Prince. Norm Coleman was the mayor of St. Paul when I arrived in Minneapolis. I think it was like the early 90s. Yeah, he was the mayor actually for eight years of St. Paul. I went to Central High School to give a speech. And as they gave me a tour, you know, in the hallways, guess who was up as an all-city football player, basketball player who could jam and also baseball player, all city. Prince, they were so proud I, I was going to say Dave Winfield. No. Prince? No, Prince. Get out of here. Yes, Prince. He was all city. Remember when Dave Chappelle did that piece, that parody with Rick James sure. and Prince playing basketball? Yeah. And Prince was stuffing backwards? That wasn't made up. That was true. Even though he was a shorty short, the guy could back stuff. Not only shorty short, but didn't look anything like an athlete. No. You're telling me Prince was a big-time athlete. All city. Football, 
basketball, baseball. We would dream of that. Remember when we were kids? Of course. Three letters. Yeah. And then he, he was well, that, a, was, that was Dave Winfield. He, he could have played professional baseball, basketball, or football, and he took baseball. Yeah, but he was, no, he was, no, he was no Bernie Williams. He couldn't play the guitar. Oh, no, no, he couldn't but do that. Prince, Prince, right, he was a Jehovah Witness. So he'd have to go door to door. Can you imagine he was wearing those lace underwears, <laughs> going door to door, trying to get you to read the Watchtower? Oh, my and God. And then, let's face it, it was every man's wet dream. Vanity. He wanted a call of vagina, Apollonia, and Sheila E. He had them all. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, God. don't stop there. How about Kim Basinger? Yes. He had her, too. Uh, he was in Batman with her, right? Yes, he was. I mean, the list, and you mentioned the big three, Vanity, Apollonia, and Sheila E., but the list, there's about 10 or 15 very recognizable, beautiful women from the 80s and 90s that Prince banged every which way but sideways. Now, let me mention, you talked about those vending machines in which you could get not Snickers, M&M's, Starburst, Twix, or Skittles. Or even condoms, right? which was weird enough. No, no. Crack pipes, lip balm, so you don't burn <laughs> your lips while beaming yourself up to Scotty, beaming those rocks up to Scotty. Fentanyl testing strips, Narcon. Hey, where are the free hypodermic needles? Oh, we give those already. What do you mean? They uh, already hit the one vending machine in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Never ran, never will. Where I took you with the Guardian Angels. Yes. They cleared it out, right? <laughs> I mean, and they're selling it in the streets. I mean, you got to understand, again, How stupid. Stupid. Not only stupid, but, but sick because I repeat what I said about Bobby Hartman earlier. If you make it easier for an addict to use, we are going to use you got to make it more difficult. you got to put these people in rehab and mental institutions. you got to give these, chances, but these people a chance to heal. You also, if you're street smart, you realize the vending machines, they get all this free. They take it and they sell it in the streets. I know. It's paraphernalia. Now, it's Eric Adams' fault. It's his Department of Health of the city of New York. That's so what is his fault? Absolutely. This yeah. is nuts. And then they have injection centers in Washington Heights. and Harlem. Yeah. You go there, right? Meantime, all the drug de- dealers are there like vendors selling peanuts, popcorn, and Cracker Jack because <laughs> they don't give you the drugs. you got to buy it. So after you get injected by Nurse Ratchet to make sure you're not going to get HIV, AIDS, hepatitis C, how are you going to support your habit? You go through the neighborhoods and you rob everything you can put your hands on. Eric Adams, this is dumb. But speaking... Not just dumb. Again, I want to make it very perfectly clear. It's dumb and it's also dangerous. Do not incentivize addicts to use. Don't do that. Take it from a recovering addict myself. This reminds me when I first saw Vanity, believe it or not. When you first saw who? Vanity. Oh. You saw Vanity before Prince? I saw Vanity. No. She had already parted ways with Prince. Okay. It was in the Ramparts, Los Angeles. We were patrolling. She's not one of your ex-wives, is she? No, 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 no. We were patrolling the area. It's MacArthur Park. Back then, in the middle of crack cocaine. Who let the cake out in the rain, Curtis? I never saw so many crackheads scratching in the dirt, you know, for one little particular granule. And they were divided by ethnic groups. You had Hispanics, blacks, whites. You even had Asians. And I remember, I remember one night at the Golden Gate on my knees on the carpet looking for a white speck for about, I don't know, an hour and a half. Wait, you for one little white speck. You weren't there for a baseball trading card <laughs> show uh, that they no. have at the Golden Gate? No, I don't think so. Uh, no. You took the wrong exit, <laughs> Nap Street on the Bell Parkway. Very good. Very but, but anyway, good. So I'm looking up, and there's this gorgeous woman, but you could see she was almost a skeleton. It was vanity. She had a horrible crack problem. 
In fact, she she eventually became a born again. She had dialysis five times a day and perished as a result. She died already. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh man, you cannot beam yourself up there, Scotty. You know, you got meth heads, you got crack heads, and now you're going to give them a free pipe. A free pipe? Come on. In the meantime, these dope fiends are going to be out there selling this paraphernalia on the corner in order to get money to get their pee dope and to get their rocks of crack cocaine and meth. It almost seems like the current administration, for all the chest beating they do for how great they are, and some of those guys I happen to like, it doesn't matter. It almost seems like they are begging you, begging you, Curtis, to run again and make this Next election, much easier for you. Everybody said that Eric Adams was the street smart guy, 22 years a cop. He was a house mouse. He was always in the precinct. I made more arrests than Eric Adams. Citizens arrests. Headlocks, chokes, full Nelsons, half Nelsons until the cops came. Like you saw the hero, Marine Penny, who they're trying to, like, basically just ruin and destroy his life. Plus, they're suing him, too. So think of this, right? Here's Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. He's mayor of the illegal aliens. His own... uh his own supporters can't stop him from this madness. So I'm telling you what I'm announcing right here on the Sid Rosenberg Show. I know who all you guys are, you whales, you heavy hitters. I know that you got side apartments for your kept women and for your gumadas. Now, I'm not going to necessarily go to your wife and knock on your primary residence and say, you know what your husband is doing on the side? He's got a co-op. He's got a condo in which he's got the gumada and the kept woman. But I want that apartment. I want that apartment for illegal aliens. And if you guys who are listening all now, who are millionaires, who have been rolling dough for Eric Adams to run again for mayor, and then eventually for the presidency, if you don't stop this madness of him bringing in all these illegal aliens and destroying the city in order to save the city, I'm going to have to expose you right here on the most powerful radio station in the nation. And after I do that... And your wife kicks you out to the curb and sues you for everything you have, half of everything. Go ahead, line up and sue me. You don't stop this man out of control, Eric Adams, friend of all the illegal aliens. Why don't you have him come to the Adams family, Gracie Mansion? But I don't know if legally it's possible. How about 936 Lafayette Avenue, that four-floor brownstone that is a rat trap? You guys don't stop him. I will stop you. You better control the guy that you made the mayor of the city of New York because he's destroying us day by day by day. You got that? I know where all the bones are buried and who buried them. I will take all of you guys out, and then you can come and get me. Bullets, lawsuits never stopped me before. I'm on a mission. To save our city. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at 
at info at gobble law.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.